couple of months back, we were doing a series called At Our Core. We're doing about some core values, and one of our core values is we value your story. And we talked about how whenever you tell it, God receives glory, right? And we receive grace. And the one verse that we talked about that's powerful for me was Isaiah chapter 6. And it says that, you know, there's living creatures, and all they do, all the time, 24 7, is say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God. That's nice. <laughs> I have an interpretation. Holy. Um, and so, what I realized when I studied that scripture was all my life being in church, all the times I've read that, all the times I've heard that, I've always read it and heard it wrong. Here's what I thought that it said I thought that it said that they were saying to God, You're holy, you're holy, you're holy. But what we realized is that they say it to each other. They say to one another forever, for all eternity, they just say, He's holy, He's holy, He's holy. And that's what made the doorposts shake and tremble in heaven. That's the power behind your story. Is when you share what God's doing in your life, you start saying, He's holy. He did this for me. He did that for me. And the room starts to fills the place with the presence of God. This morning we're sitting there, I'm sitting there, we're singing. And that's how I feel right now. Like, man, God. It's the middle of the summertime. It's like 300 degrees in this room. But you're here. I sense that he's here. And we haven't even got to the testimonies yet. How cool is that? How cool is that? Listen to this. 
I pray that you may have power together with all of the Lord's holy people. Look at the person next to you. That includes them. And you're like, no, they're not holy because they don't look like a monk or a nun. <laughs> but if they're called and set apart by Jesus, this includes them. He said, I pray that you would have power with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. Of all the things he said we needed, that was the one. Just to understand how much God loves you. And somehow if we really grasp that, Paul knew that everything else would just kind of get put into perspective. How much does God love Here's what we're going to do before we do any testimonies, or no testimonies, that's totally up to you. I heard a song when I was in camp, and I mean, it got me so deep. I'm in the back of the room crying and trying to look at my phone so I can find it on iTunes so I can purchase it so I can bring it back and share it with you guys. I'm just going to play a song. I want you to listen to the words. Mike's going to periodically throw up some scripture verses up here just to see, you know, because sitting in the room listening to a song. Maybe you need something else to do. Read the scriptures. I just want you to take a moment. I want you to hear what God is saying about you. What He says to you. Okay? Father, I pray just in the next few minutes, God. This is your time. Speak, God, to us in the depths of our heart. Your deep call to our deep. We ask in your name, Jesus.
Let's do this. Close our eyes for a second. I think we're at first person. Romans 11, 29 says that the gifts and calling of God without repentance. Here's what that means. He's not sorry that he called you. He's not second-guessing himself. He's not doing what we do. And we second-guess God a lot, right? But he's not second-guessing himself. He's, he's pretty stoked about the fact that he called you. It's not even about 
always being the one to win. It's about running in such a way that I can win. Giving it everything that we have. Not holding back. And I just pray that you would begin right now to fill, God, these that have stood with power from the Holy Spirit so that they can walk firmly, stand firmly, not be moved, no matter what. I thank you that you have called them, God. I thank you that you called them with your eyes wide open. And we said about all this in the room. Your eyes were wide open when you called us. You knew the end from the beginning. You knew the mistakes that we would make, and you still called us. Because you're all about receiving glory through our lives. And I just pray, God, the broken pieces that they have right now, I just pray that you would do something phenomenal with those pieces. That you would just put a little tapestry together. People would look at those pieces and say, man, that, that was a mess. How in the world did it get to be so good? And all that they'd be able to say is, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. I, I could never have made my life turn out this way. But he did.
I'll ever fast and get an answer that says I love you. happened to me and it involves Pastor Paul and Wendy. I've had a tough time with my dad lately and he's going through some issues with his knees. He's always gone through some issues. <laughs> um, it was a huge thing for, for me to open up to Pastor Paul and ask him if he and Wendy could go and visit my dad at the Bryan Center. Um, Dad doesn't go to church. I couldn't tell you the last time he's gone to church that I've been in this world. So of course I asked him first and he agreed to it. So that was already
Anybody got to show you something in the Bible? Verse or two? so well or anything we planned that.
11 months. I mean, just, you know, <laughs> that, that's what it happened. And again, it was God chasing me down, calling me, calling me. And I said, okay, that's it. Enough is enough. You're at that rock bottom. Um, and, and that's what's happened to me. Um, and, and being sustained through all you people and the prayer and uh, just seeking God now, you know, for the right reasons. Just to keep moving on and continue to keep doing what I've been doing with God, you know, by my side. Thank you for letting me share this.
continue to say I can't live without you I can't live without you and I said Lord it's going to have to come from her mouth that it's going to be okay it's time for you to go home to your family so on the way to the airport she looked at me and she goes I know you miss Eddie and I know you've sacrificed your time with Summer and I know you haven't been to see Hunter and you always talk about how much you love your gathering because we watch you on video a lot she said so I think it's, it's going to be okay I think you can go home so God is good, and I just want to say thank you, Aubrey. Go ahead. What would you like to say? Thank you. Thank you, guys. This is Aubrey. Thank you, Pastor. Andy, do you want to say something? Come on. hard-headed so it's amazing that I can even hear him I grew up in church and when I was old enough to not be with my parents anymore I stopped going to church and I didn't think that it was a big deal but seven or eight years later I found myself so far away from God that I couldn't even associate myself with, Christ with Christians This was about two years ago that I found myself in that place, and I knew it was important to just get back in church. It was so amazing that I found this church, or that you guys found me. I don't know how it happened, but I found a home here, and I still I felt unworthy to to share to to share with other people, with people that are lost, how to how to come to God, but some, somebody's come into my life in the last couple weeks that is not a Christian, that is searching for something, but I still felt unworthy of how to show that person how to get to God, and he said something to me that broke my heart, he said, you're not very, you're not very religious, are you, it just broke my heart, and I realized that even if you feel unworthy to share about God's love 
people are looking at you and they want to see how you live and your actions and your words speak so much louder and I guess I just want to encourage you that no matter what you think about yourself other people are looking at you and that can be a really big testimony that's that's all I have to say <laughs> And those last two testimonies perfectly sum up Isaiah 58, perfectly, that it's not about just food. It's about justice, injustice, being a part of people's lives. I love the fact that, you know, we talk about fasting from relationships, and for a season God would take Beth away from relationships here that matter so that he can do a work there that matters. It's how we live in front of people. It, that's what God's doing in our church right now. He's just boiling it all down. My youth pastor used to always say, where the rubber meets the road. And we're going to become people who live for Jesus where the rubber meets the road. And that's what fasting does. It prepares us for that. Um, Connie's going to come share. And I know that she's got a, she feels a strong word about praying. And so I want to close that way too. I want to be able to pray. Um, I know... Patrick has asked for prayer this morning. I know that we want to pray for your brother-in-law this morning. Um, and so I'm going to let Connie kind of share this. And she's got some specific people that she wants to pray for. And then we're going to kind of gather around you guys that want prayer. And we'll close that way. This has been awesome, guys. Um, i, I got to tell you, I love to hear stories from you. Um, and I'm not the only one. I mean, I know everybody here is encouraged. But I just love to hear what God's doing in your lives. And I love that we're not a place where it's just up to the preacher to have something from God. But it's his church, his people, and I love that. You have encouraged me this morning, and I thank you for that. Come on, Connie. As Renee was um, talking about her kids, um, I just got a real burden for um, praying for parents who have children who... Um, maybe just struggling or confused or just running from God. Um, I have two daughters and a son. None of them are where I think they should be. But I don't, that's, I, I keep my focus on God and His plan for them because when we look at our children or man in general, they're not everywhere we want them to be. Um, and so my focus stays on God. One of my girls, my youngest one, came back to God the first week of school, which was amazing. Um, but I just would like to pray for the parents who have children that um, may be struggling with um, serving God and just getting their life in line. So if you would like to stand up, I would just like to pray, um, not just for y'all, but for me, because I'm there. God, I just thank you. And I give you praise and I give you glory, God. And I thank you for brokenness. And I thank you, God, that you're in the midst and that our eyes are on you, God. Our focus is on you, God. And it's not on what our children aren't doing, God. I pray that you just give us the strength to love our children unconditionally, God. No matter what they do or what they say, God, that we don't turn our love off and on like a switch, God. That we just love the way you have called us to. That we love the way that you created us to, God. The conditional, the unconditional love that's in our heart, God, it's there. And I pray, God, that you pull it out and just teach us to love your way, God. I plead the blood of Jesus over our children. No weapon shall prosper. No enemy shall come against them, God. And we know that they are yours. They belong to you. And I call them out to be as you have called them to be, God. And I just thank you, God, that you love them so much. And that even now, God, that they um, become overwhelmed in love. I love you and I praise you and I thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mm. Mm. 
Let's do this. Patrick, where are you? Patrick, just stand up right where you are. Terry and Bridget, y'all just stand up. Um, who else would like prayer this morning? Just I'm going to pray for you right where you are. Um, something specific you want prayer for. Anybody else, just stand up. Um, if you're next, then why don't you put your hand on their shoulder. And um, let's just pray right now. God would provide the needs, that He would heal bodies, that He would give direction. Can, can you look at me for a second? I know you've already started praying. I hate to do this to you. <laughs> but let me just give you this word right quick. Um, I, I, you, if you've talked to me any in the last month and a half, you know I cannot shake the long haul. I cannot shake that phrase. It's just where I'm at right now. I think it's part of where our church is, but I know it's where I am. And if you're standing right now, it's where you are. Okay? And here's what happened this yesterday, no, two days ago. Um, we did um, insanity. We're doing that workout thing, which is insane. And um, we have one week left. I'm at the end, and I hate it now more than I hated it at the beginning. I mean, I literally hate it. I don't want to do it. I have one week left. And he says all the time in his program while you're doing it, and you're just you feel like you're done. And he'll say this: Take a break. Take a break. Just take a break. Take a break, and then get back in. And what I've found in my life, spiritually, is this. When it gets really hard, I take a break. But I don't always quickly get back in. And when you're in a place where you are right now, whatever you're standing for, you're believing God for something, it is a long haul. You're going to be tired. I want you to know something. It's okay to be tired. That's kind of part of being human. That's what Connie was praying. You're broken. That's just We are jars of clay. But God is for you. He's not against you. And when you get tired, here's what you do. You take a break. And then you get back in. You don't quit. I believe God, that's God's word this morning, clearly. If you don't quit, you'll win. If you don't quit, you'll win. And taking a break is not the same thing as quitting. Sometimes you just got to step back. Okay, let's go again. And just jump back in. And what you found this morning is you are surrounded by a family who is in it with you. We are in the long haul with you. Okay? And that's how I'm going to pray for you. Okay? Let's just begin to pray. Lord, I, I just ask now. It says we lay hands on these that have stood. That you would fill them with a hope that knows. Not just hope. God, I hope this works out. We know that it will work out. We know that you finish what you begin. That what you started in each of these lives, you will bring to completion. And we hope for that day. And on, on the long, hard days, when we really need a break, we really hope for those days. But we hope knowing. We don't hope and wonder. We know, God. I pray that you'd fill them with that confidence right now. That provision is on the way. That the answer to their prayer is on the way. That all the times that they've been in their room alone, crying and praying, that Revelation says those prayers have filled up bowls of incense before you. They've not gone unnoticed. Maybe no man saw it. But man can't help them. You saw it. And you can help. Our God is a God who saves always, always, always. We will not fear. Our God will come through. He will come through. Always.